Hey everyone, it's Rich Bennett, host of Conversations with Rich Bennett, bringing you an exciting chance to win with our latest giveaway sponsored by Tar Heel Construction Group. Get ready to make a splash just by tuning into the podcast. Yes, you heard that right. While you're soaking up our latest episodes, listen closely for a special splash sound. When you hear it, remember the episode name. Here's what you do next. Shoot us an email at podcast at harfordcountyliving.com with the episode title. Each splash sound means a new chance to win. So the more you listen, the better your chances. If you don't have email, then just leave a voicemail from our website at conversationswithrichbennett.com. What's the prize? How about a brand new waterproof Bluetooth speaker? Perfect for listening to our episodes, whether you're in the bath, on the beach, in the pool or on the go. You have until the end of May to send in your entries and we'll announce the lucky winner on June 3rd. Don't miss out on this splashy opportunity brought to you by Tar Heel Construction Group. Dive into our episodes and win big. On this episode of Harford County Living, which is actually uh, recorded in the Joptown Lions Club studios, I want to thank them for that. We have somebody that you haven't heard from in a while on the show. Uh, she used to co-host with me. She actually she co-hosted several shows with me before in the past. Uh, Sarah Coleman is on talking about her uh, new business, and of course we have the maestro himself, Sheldon Bear, you know from the Susquehanna Symphony Orchestra talking about their upcoming concert. We want to thank the Joptown Lions Club because they're allowing us to use their studios now to record most of the podcast, and they actually have their big. Breakfast with Santa and Holiday Bazaar coming up December 9th at the Joppatown High School. It's from 9 to 1. Uh, if you don't know where Joppatown High School is, it's at 555 Job Farm Road in Joppatown. Um, what they're going to have, it's all you can eat for $10. Uh, waffles, pancakes, eggs, bacon, ham, fruits. Uh, of course, you know, coffee, juices, milk, and stuff like that. Children 5 years old and under are free uh, as long as they're with a paying adult. I understand Santa is actually going to be sitting at a table throughout the day uh, and actually sitting down and eating with the kids, something that you really don't see at other places. The Lions Club is also going to be raffling off a brand-new, sharp 32-inch LED smart TV. Tickets for that are $5 each or 3 for 10 And in addition to that, they're going to have uh, several vendors. Uh, selling stuff. Their featured vendor, Low Cabin Chocolates, will be set up. Uh, my understanding is as soon as you walk in, they're going to be right there. Uh, Miss Trisha's, who makes the handmade natural soups and lotions and creations by me and several other vendors. So get on out. That's the uh, Joptown Lions Club Breakfast with Santa and Holiday Bazaar, December 9th at Joptown High School from 9 to 1. Uh, you can get tickets online at Joptown Lions Club dot org or contact one of the members you can find them on facebook as well you are listening to the harford county living podcast with rich bennett thank you for coming and please send any suggestions or comments to podcast at harfordcountyliving.com the Harford County Living Podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes can be found at harfordcountyliving.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorites, RRS feed, or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's join Rich Bennett and his special guest. I'd like to welcome everybody to the Sheldon Bear Podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> welcome to the Hartford County. And what do you do, Sarah? <laughs> what? Oh, Rich has to do his intro. No, I'm good. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have, we have the, what is Mac Group? It is a construction or contracting company. Oh, okay. So I am a general contractor, and I match up um, clients with contractors so i do all the vetting and oh it's a good idea uh good and reliable and honest and Mm. will do what they say they're going to do and and get the job done and um i handle multiple projects for one client or just just one they just don't want to have to 
you know, call several different contractors to get estimates and She's constantly yeah, busy too because yeah. now her husband's running the other business. Oh, so you're a clearing house, in other words. Uh, sure. <laughs> sort of like, yeah. Yeah, we're we kind of do it all. Cool. And how you've been doing it? What a year now, or a little over a year? So I've actually only been out on my own since March because I couldn't do anything myself until I got my license. Okay. But I ran under Four Seasons. MHIC number for a while. So okay. I've been working like some kind of construction concierge piece since about this time last year. Yes. So I haven't been, I was, I started, I went out on my own in March or April. I actually can't really remember. So you actually had to get another home improvement license yes. because it's a new, a, a, another, a separate business. Yes. But if you would have done it under four seasons, could you have? Yeah, but I don't think it would have worked because yeah. Four Seasons is so is landscape driven. So uh, yeah, good point obviously, there. Obviously, right? So I it it worked for a minute. Um, you know, I could go out and get work or um, referrals from the landscape company from Chris going out and doing estimates and stuff, and and that was fine and worked for a while. But I think being a separate entity has been better. And you're not giving Chris the headaches like you used to, right? <sighs> Uh, it's different. <laughs> it's different. We definitely Chris is our had, husband, Sheldon. I figured. Okay. We, we have uh, had some yeah. overlapping clients and oh. projects. and So he's in a similar business? Yes. Yeah, so we also have a landscape company. Oh, good. And they do, yeah. um, they have a construction piece too, sort of, and they, they do drainage um, mm. and patios and pavers Hard and stuff, which yeah. I do as well. I can just do it cheaper. And um, Me? You're cutting your husband? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'll cut him out in a hurry. <laughs> um, but I can't do the drainage. He does. He has to do that mm. part. Um, he's certified through the state and all their licensing and everything else. So it's a lot that. of like corporate accounts what? that he has. No. No. He does a lot of residential. Yeah, they got a lot the of majority residential. Majority residential. Yeah. I have a guy that comes and mows my lawn local guy well yeah trip um nice guy jonathan trip he generally he has a really hard time keeping another person on like he, he's a small <laughs> company yeah you don't say this yeah. year actually this year has been really bad um mm. for the construction business it, it just in total i feel mm. like because my my crews they have we're fighting like yesterday there was one guy no called no show. The other one went to a game, a, a Giants game over the weekend, and got a DWI when he was out of town. So he wasn't in town Ooh. yesterday. So the crew couldn't go out and work <coughs> yesterday. You know, like that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. But the landscape company in particular, they've had, if they have <coughs> set up fifty interviews since spring, they've had easily. 35 no-shows Wow! to the interviews. So then your remainder, <coughs> they get to the interview, <coughs> 10 more, they don't show up the first day. Okay. So then you've got the last 10 or so that they show up the first day, and then they don't make it past the first day. So they were running right. one crew yeah. during the spring. When Hard it was to raining, find good help. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. And the other thing is, too, is that if you are a... Legitimate company, and I say that like, you know, running licensed and insured and right. all of that mm -hmm. stuff. You have certain guidelines and things you have to follow if you're federally federally uh, regulated, like through DOT and all of that. There's certain things you have to follow, right? Well, it's really, really hard finding laborers that don't partake in extracurricular activities uh, that are frowned oh. upon by the federal government. Right. I see. Yeah. So that's another... So that's another kicker that uh you know really is is tough with the contractors are you seeing i guess less and less people getting into the field because a lot of people i talk to there it's hard for them to find well laborers anybody wants well, to get so into contracting or so here's the thing with the way i the way i operate is that i prefer to use a contractor who this is their niche right right so they do roofing and roofing related items only this guy does decks deck items only only because it it's much more efficient and cost effective for me for the client to hire somebody who is going this is all they do every day all day they're not going to have any issues with 
permits from the county. They're not going to have because they're everything's going to pass right. all the time. They do it all the time, um, and it just it, it gets things done a lot quicker. But um, it's harder to find folks that that's what they do because because the people that are getting into this industry now or have been getting into this industry, uh, say, the last 10 years probably, they're getting into the industry and they're trying to do everything because you want to make every dollar and you want to make every, you don't want to turn work down and you, mm. you want to find, you know, that's why I love figure out everything too. you can do. Mm-hmm. And they are part of the reason that contractors in general get a, uh, get a bad name yeah. because they... They are not proficient in roofing. They are not proficient in decks. You can't be proficient in everything. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't have the same contractors that do the same kind of work. Um, and it just doesn't make it doesn't make sense, and it, it, it just doesn't work. I noticed that because uh, I'm starting to see like roofing companies mm-hmm. to where they only focus on stuff above the top window. So they they, they no longer do windows. They no longer do something. They'll do the eaves. The roofing, I think some of them are even doing solar panels, because um, it costs a lot of money for it. I think insurance is even more just to put a ladder up and get on the roof, isn't it? <laughs> um, I think roofing insurance, like the higher you get off the ground, the higher up the, the higher insurance the insurance is. is yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I had an issue. So with me being just a general contractor. I had a hard time. I don't have employees. Right. I've spent a great deal of time finding contractors, and I'm not very forgiving in the sense that, like, if, if, if we have an arrangement and you're supposed to do A, B, and C, and you don't do A, B, and C in the time that I told you I needed A, B, C right. done, great working with you. Have a nice day. I'm going to find somebody who who is reliable because I can't send you into a property and continue to, to give you work that you're not doing what I need you to do, right? She's the female Mike Holmes. So if I wanted <laughs> to... What? I don't know who Mike Holmes is. Sorry. Oh, he's a big, a big contractor up in Canada. Why? He's on DIY and all them homes okay. and homes. And oh, he okay. goes gotcha, in gotcha, and makes gotcha. his stuff right. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. I learned a lot of stuff. Because one of the things... I'm, I need a new roof, but one of the things I'm waiting for is the metal roof. Not, when I say metal roof, I don't mean like awnings. They're, they look like regular asphalt shingles, mm-hmm. but they're metal with the asphalt coating, and they're I think they're rated for like 50 years plus. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, probably but they don't pretty, have them here yet. Pretty penny to, uh, probably kind of like the difference between using vinyl versus just wood, right? Yeah. So vinyl costs more, but it lasts longer, and it's less maintenance, and that kind of stuff is appealing, so when you pony it up... From the get-go, and then, yeah. you know, you don't have to maintenance it, take care of it. Really, it's low maintenance, not no maintenance. So you would have somebody that could come in and put in one, like, four-by-six cement block where sure. ours is crumbling apart? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need a cement block there, Sheldon. Yeah, I need a cement block <laughs> at some point. No rush. So okay, the, let's get going. The queen of contracting. What's the website? Uh, okay. www.macgroupcontracting.com. Mac, I'm just M-A-C. M-A-C. Mm-hmm. I got to ask, what's the Mac? My daughter's initials. Ah. So Mac Chris, Group Contracting. So Chris has a hauling company, and it's CRC Services. And those are his initials, but they're also Cadence initials. Okay. So each kid has a, not that they're going to do anything with any of our companies because they're going to go to college and do other things, but. How old are they? How old are uh, 10 and 12. It's like my son, not my business, Dan Ben's named after my son, Dan, Danny Bennett. Oh, right. That's how I came up with Dan Ben. Is he going to do web design or anything? No. Mac, <laughs> Mac Group Contracting.com. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Sheldon. Rich. Another big concert coming up. Yeah. December 8th, right? Are you going to introduce me? No, I don't need It's your pocket. <laughs> Come on, he needs a professional introduction. I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Let me know when we're starting officially. The maestro himself, the. uh, Never mind, I ain't going there. I was going to throw a Frank Zappa pun in there. That's okay. That's all right. Actually, well, I'll let you talk about the concert first because I have a question about it. Yeah, yeah. You want to just start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Looking forward to doing this. So, the Susquehanna Symphony has its next concert, which is our ever popular. Holiday concert mm. on Which last Saturday. Year was awesome. Yeah, thank you. I did make that. Yep. 
I appreciate that. Saturday, December 8th, we always get a good crowd, so get your tickets early. www.ssorchestra.org or Google me, Sheldon Bear, and you'll find Susquehanna Symphony. B-E-H-R. This would be wrong. (laughs) That's the paint company. I mean, B-A-I-R. (laughs) B-A-I-R. And, of course, Rich Rich knows better. Usually I have to correct him on the website, but now it's... So uh, we have we have a nice bunch of holiday music for our audiences as usual, and they will be invited to sing along with not one but two pieces. We're going to start with a work that we did four years ago. <coughs> Excuse me, Jesse Ayers "Fanfare and Carol for Christmas," which is guess what? A fanfare followed by a carol, and it's joy to the world. So, so that's going to be the first one. That everybody needs to be able to raise their voice in song right from the get go. Maybe I won't show up to that one. I'll chase people out and begin. If I do that. Well, we have duct tape for that. Okay. So, um, man. Then, then I've been working with a uh, young composer in Lancaster who approached me and said, "I'd like to compose something for the Susquehanna Symphony," which actually does happen a lot, and. So he's written a work called A Winter Celebration, which is really clever. It's almost like a sleigh ride, but has little tidbits of Christmassy tunes plus one Hanukkah tune within like five, six minutes. It's really cute. So uh, he's done a very nice job. His name is Jonathan Graybill, and he'll be joining us, of course, for the concert. We also have a gentleman who's a doctor at NIH. And he um, wrote when he was a young man, and uh, we're working through a piece that he's written for us called A Festival of Lights, and, and uh, we're working on that uh, together. I'm sort of helping him right. with that, and we'll see where that goes. <coughs> of course, a, a Hanukkah piece. His name is Dr. Arnold Kirschenbaum, but he goes by Arnie. We have, <laughs> we have the usual Christmassy stuff. A sing-along arranged by me, which everybody enjoys at the end. Santa will join us after that for sleigh ride, as usual. But And we'll have, you know, White Christmas and, right. and some of those uh, some of those pieces that, that everybody knows. There's a, a gentleman in Bel Air named uh, Robert uh, Borelli, who composed a fanfare on a manual for band, and I heard the community band do it last year, and I said, well, could you do it for orchestra? So he is. So he'll have the brass back in the hall and amongst the audience members, and strings will be on stage, and it's based on O Come O Come Emmanuel, which is actually one of the oldest tunes that is performed regularly. Really? uh, Anywhere, yeah. So Come O Come Emmanuel is an ancient tune. Green Sleeves would be another one um, that uh, is quite an ancient tune that is continues to be uh, to to be performed on a regular basis. Uh, we've got a really cool Twas the Night Before Christmas that we're doing this year. It's a new one, and Larry Noto, Musicland, will be narrating for us. So that'll be fun. You gave Gary the boot? Yeah, Gary, <laughs> Gary did last year, so I'm looking for some uh, somebody else. And uh, Larry would be good at that. Larry's good, yeah. So, uh, and of course, I've known Larry... Since he was a little guy coming over, we lived in the same neighborhood, coming over and seeing if he could help me build my deck. So uh, he, 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 was, he was a little little guy, since, and my wife taught both him and his sister. So, of course, he's at Musicland. Um, we're also going to do, uh, some of the SSO members said, can we play Anastasia tunes? So we're going to be doing music from Anastasia, which is a... Uh, popular movie. I was going to say, but that wasn't a Christmas movie. Yeah, but Once Upon a December is in that. Ah, okay. And everybody loves Once Upon a December. Uh, And in addition, we're going to go back and do two pieces by the great Baroque composer George Frederick Handel. We're going to do a concerto that uh, it's just two movements. It's actually quite short. Overture and then a piece that is an instrumental version of uh, that he set from the Messiah. So in the Messiah, we have one. Of the, the first chorus is "And the Glory of the Lord," and so he also set it for an instrumental ensemble, 
which is kind of cool. Wow. And then Sarah McGill, who's originally from Bel Air, lives in Pittsburgh. She'll be playing Handel's Harp Concerto in B-flat major with us. So if you like harpy music, yes. it's cool. So Sarah, Sarah is you, really good. You don't like listening to a harp? Uh, oh God, I love this. Sarah, Sarah Sarah's is different than me. She doesn't like she. She's not. Yeah, you know, doesn't like all types of different music. Uh, like that. that is so false. Yeah, whatever. So Sarah, <laughs> Sarah grew up in Bel Air. Was my student um, at Southampton and C. Milton, and then uh, went to University of Maryland to study. Then du- Duquesne. So she'll be with us for that. Um, like I said, Santa will be uh, with us, and, and it'll be a it'll be a fun evening for everybody. We'll be selling our raffle tickets. We have a raffle, which is ongoing through to the May concert. And our raffle this year is generously donated $2,000 gift card to Southwest Airlines. Really? So, yeah. So, uh, you can get your raffle tickets at the concerts, too. So, (laughs) So, and of course... With Southwest Airlines, you don't have to fly. I mean, there's hotels, there's all kinds of stuff. Good, because I won't fly. On, on their, um, on their <laughs> website. So that that tells you pretty much about our December 8th concert. We start at 7.30, which is a good time for families. And um, Bel Air High School, Saturday, ask, December 8th. How did you get a $2,000 gift card from Southwest? Uh, it's not from Southwest. It was do- donated by um, a... a a family that has been uh, involved with the orchestra. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Right, I was going to say, I'm going to have to yell at somebody. I want a gift card for Southwest. I think well, you're missing a piece on there, though, aren't you? One of my favorite singers of all time. Mel Torme? Yes. Oh, love Mel Torme. And yeah, we're, to me, we're, we're doing the Christmas song, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open to, Fire. To me, the best version. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's, a lovely, it's a lovely piece. Mel Torme... Did a good job. Remember Night Court where the... Yes. Uh, what was his <laughs> name? Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson. Yep. Loved Mel Torme. Didn't like, uh, what's his name, Barry Manilow. <laughs> which, was always, which was always funny. You know, uh, Sarah probably doesn't remember that. But. Sarah absolutely does remember <laughs> okay, that. Okay, good. Uh, but so, but Rich, and, Rich and I saw him when they first came out. I was going to say, I watched reruns. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Forget, forget, forget about that rerun thing. Hey, it's still in reruns. <coughs> is it really? Yes, I, wouldn't it is. Mind, I wouldn't mind watching um, a few episodes of Night Court. Yeah, they're Flaff TV, I think it is. Okay. Yeah, there, there, there are several yeah. uh, networks that do old old TV shows. and I still love watching Andy and Mayberry, which just cracks me up. Bar- uh, oh, Barney Don Fight, Knott. you yep, know. Don Knotts. Uh, so well, who's going to be singing the Mel Torme? Nobody. It's nope. an orchestral version. Oh, okay. Well, so if you want to sing, maybe you want to. Okay, good. No, I cannot do Mel Okay, Tormé I just thought I'd offer, but, you know. Um, no, <laughs> it's an orchestral version, and it's quite lovely, actually. Yeah, so. Yeah, I was actually, when I saw that, as I had to pull up the song I was listening to. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, it just, a, it's a lovely tune. Yeah, but I, I just love it. Are you getting into the, the holiday spirit already? Oh, why, I also why not? there listening to Christmas songs in, in yeah. July, or just to hear the the vo- whoever's singing it, you know, like, um, Michael Crawford, uh, who did yeah. the Phantom, the, you know, the original Phantom, the Phantom yeah. yeah. To hear him do "Oh Holy Night," and that's something I can listen to in the summer. Just just to hear his voice, to hear him sing it, it's just amazing. And of course, if you're a music teacher this time of year, you've been doing Christmas tunes already, yeah, especially elementary and middle school. Yeah. Or if you're a store and you don't have your Christmas stuff out, you're late. Probably, Christmas, yeah. I saw Christmas stuff and in the they stores. Put out like an August. a shelf of Christmas decorations with the Halloween decorations. Yeah, just to, just to just to kind of get you in the mood. Yeah, well, I think it's interesting. It's I think it's because in. of twist. What was it? The the scarecrow or the skeleton? Twist the night, oh, night, nightmare before Christmas. Nightmare before, before Christmas. Christmas. And somehow or another, they both combine. So, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> as you know, Rich, uh, I I have two children in London. And they don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but they have Black Friday. Are you serious? Yes, I am absolutely serious. Interesting. So, uh, is it the same as a same oh, day? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely, it's the same day. Yeah, they That's really they don't want to miss day. out. That's I have to ask my cousin about that. Yeah. Marketing at its best. You, yeah. Your kids would probably love, the, especially the Christmas show. My, I told my daughter so last year, and she had a blast. Kids and Christmas music. I. 
the the rule at my house when I was a kid was Thanksgiving Day is when the Christmas music starts, right? <laughs> and my mom listens to ev- everything, any one Christmas related, and so I try to start finding the XM radio channels that the Christmas music. But as soon as the kids get kids get in the car, they like flip it right back to what we normally listen to, and they're like, "What if we miss a, so- a new song that's coming out while you're listening to Christmas oh, music?" Well, I don't want them, you, don't, you don't want to be behind in the times, right? Uh, so I got to listen to what's out there. Which cracks me up because kids today now a song that came out two months ago is considered an oldie. Like, you know what? what? <laughs> the one thing I do like about my kids, though, is and you were giving me a hard time about music earlier, but I <laughs> I do listen to anything as far back as the fifties. So mm. I they do they don't know what they're listening to, but they like they don't know what the bands are. Or There's there like were some that, but they, there were some good things. Everything. You know, certainly. Um, back back then, like I said, my youngest daughter is in studying music business in England, and there was one gentleman whose name I can't recall called uh, high. There is difference between high art and low art, and high art is supposedly classical and jazz, and low art is something else. And uh, I don't I don't agree with that because uh, I think a lot of people think that all the quote classical composers that we listen to, which is really not classical. Classical right. is only seventeen fifty to eighteen twenty or so. But they think that we all listen to all those old dead guys. Well when <laughs> Mozart was living, there was only Haydn, Mozart and Beethoven that we listen to today, pretty much. There were hundreds of other composers. Yeah. That would be considered low art because you know, a lot of it some of it I know, like Carl Ditters von Dittersdorf, one of my favorite composers' names, but the music isn't very good. Carl Ditters from Dittersdorf. That's oh, from Ditters. So von, V-O-N, mm-hmm. from. So, wow. so this guy knew Mozart and, and Haydn, and he composed a ton of music, and it's not very good. So I would consider that low art. There, there's also... <laughs> yeah. So then where does somebody like Gershwin fit in? who is in some ways popular, right. and in some ways one could consider or like more orchestral or something. And it's also interesting where a lot of people think that that I've run into, they go, oh, you mean people are still writing for orchestra today? Well, yes, there's, yeah, a, there's a lot of people yeah. writing for orchestra. So the whole idea of high art, like, like, a, like the thing, the one that I, I said to Morgan, who I think, um, Elton John and, of course, Tarpin, Tarpin, Tarpin. Mm-hmm. those two guys together, I think, are similar to George Gershwin and Ira Gershwin in that it's really fine poetry right? composed by a really fine composer, Elton John. So I, I think that's high art. You know, I mean, he's got some beautiful oh, things yeah. with some beautiful poetry. Um, so I just read an article about the illiteracy of people in music right now, and and according to this article, most of the popular music written today is written by two people, one in the United States and one in Scandinavian country. That's it. Really? Yes. So that's why a lot of it, according to this article, seems to sound the same, because it's only two composers composing a lot of music. And their names are like, put aside, you know, they're not, but they're they're listed in this article. Yeah, so which is different than when I was, today's music. yeah, it was, it's different than when I was growing up in the 60s, and uh, I listened to a lot of Beatles and Motown, in particular oh, yes. Motown. Um, and then when I got to college in the 70s, I started listening to more jazz and and then what we would call classical orchestral opera right um, music uh, but that doesn't mean that I don't go back and listen and do, do some other listening like I love listening to uh, Astor Piazzolla who is um, Argent- New York born New York lived in Argentina he wrote tangos and it's very, it's very good stuff. Very, and I mm. think, um, I think anybody, you know, if they like dance music like that, will yeah. enjoy it. So, uh, but it's, but it's also in some ways, uh, some of it's somewhat intellectual too. 
the way the way it's written. So there, there's a lot of genres of music uh, out there for people, I, I think, to explore, and that, that I think are worth exploring. And you're seeing a lot of it redone now too. One of the things I noticed, um, you said '50s to now. I'm a big fan of the big band there. Big bands, forties. I love yeah. big band music. I but do like that. Too. There's yeah. a group out there now that is taking a variety of songs, even new songs from today, and putting that big band twist on. And of course, it's Maynard called, uh, Postmodern Jukebox. Maynard Ferguson do. used to do that back in the oh, yeah. seventies. If you know, remember yeah. Maynard, uh, Maynard Ferguson. The, so uh, what I wrote to what I wrote to Morgan yesterday because she just came out of one of her classes, like we were talking before the show, the collections class, or what we say the licensing class, right. ASCAP and BMI, was that I think a lot of people are somewhat afraid of classical music because they think that it is, there's a lot of it, and that it's hard to listen to. But it's, in many ways, it's no different than listening to music, um, any like pop tunes or something, right. except it's longer. So you still have a tune which could be a verse, and then a second tune which in pop music could be called a chorus. And then sometimes there's development which pop music doesn't have, but they do have a bridge which sometimes classical music does. And then back and just generally there's only two tunes of movement. That's it. And pop music generally verse and chorus. Yeah. So there are a parallels. Uh, in music because there are parallels because the thing about music that we all love is repetition you were just talking about chestnuts roasting on an open floor you like to put that on because you remember it maybe it takes you back to a memory or something right and this is why at least when I was growing up pop music the radio station would play so many tunes so much like the labels would have them Capital, for instance would have them play that this song so many times a week to right. make sure people went out and bought their, you know, of course that doesn't happen anymore today. But at least I don't think, I mean, CD stores are going out in Europe. Everything's there big. are CD stores yeah. still. I There's mean, still big. some around here, not as much. But you have to go to the city, you know, you have to go to D.C. or, uh, well, used CDs well, yeah. stores. Uh, but you're seeing more vinyl come back. You are seeing vinyl and it's come expensive. back. It, it is expensive, and and <laughs> to get the the needles are expensive well, too. Yeah. That's what I've heard. But yeah. uh, vi vinyl has you've got more um, variety of color in the sound. Uh, that's I know. There's other ways. It's not as a compressed. Yeah. C CD. But um, I think uh, people get afraid of listening to not only classical but jazz too because they're not sure how how to go about listening to it and maybe they only listen to it one time and rather than giving it um several times to you know pick pick one piece by mozart a concerto or something and just put it on and then after a while you go oh see there there are certain songs and i try to explain this to my wife about that Certain songs, you can't listen to at a low level. To enjoy it, you have to listen to it at a higher level. And but there, then there are some songs. If you listen to it at a high level, it just makes it worse. Listen, well, like this ride is, of the Valkyries. I cannot, and but I can play that song over. Well, that's over, a generally a completely loud piece. But a lot of classical oh, music, um, my favorite song. A lot of classical music has more dynamic contrast. Meaning more softs and louds, yeah, than other than other music, <laughs> just just because of the the way it is, so that creates some more color too. But yeah, right of the Valkyries is Wagner, mm -hmm. and it was used in the movie Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now, and um, but it, but it's it's fine music. It's part of a four and a half opera, four Damn. and a half hour opera, which I have seen. And which I like. I would love to see. So, yeah, it would be cool. Yeah, well, these are, you know, when the Ride of the Valkyries come, these are seven winged women on horses. Like, they often have wings. That's not necessarily that they fly. With the breastplate and the spear, <coughs> mm -hmm. and they're carrying the dead from the from the um, battlefield. Do you know the song we're talking about? I think I know the song you're talking about. You ever about. see Apocalypse Now? 
No. It's right. when the helicopters are coming in via. You watch wrestling. Probably not. <laughs> that, that's, that, there's a wrestler called Daniel Bryan, and that's his okay. theme song that he comes out to. Okay. How many podcasts in the United States have the question, do you watch wrestling? I think we need to have a poll. Well, actually, finally, um, the wrestling here, MCW, okay. is finally doing a podcast. Okay, I mean, not there with you go. me. They, okay. they're, they're doing so the answer podcast. is there are. I'm there sure are there's a, a podcast for everything. You would have, There are a ton of wrestling podcasts. Are there? there? Yeah, because you're seeing wrestling's never been as big as it is as it is now. Really, um, I'm not talking about just you know WWE. I'm talking the, right. the independent circuit. Okay, the ones that you know are in the gyms or the flea markets uh-huh. are bigger now than they have ever been. And it's do you get in the ring and, and wrestle too? Me? Yeah, that'd be great. No, you could do it. You're Santa too old. I, I need to know if that happens. I know. I, I, would, I would buy tickets. I would buy. Absolutely. Yeah. Would buy My son went to the training academy. Oh, he yeah. did it for a couple months, and then he quit. I said, "What's the matter?" He said, "It hurts." I said, "Well, yeah." I said, "I told you that," but I mean, it built him up some. Yeah, and which I, in a way I'm glad because I didn't, you know. I didn't want him to hurt his hands because he's. I always yeah. say he's Stevie Ray Vaughan reincarnated on guitar. So now what's he doing? An electrician. Uh. Don't burn your hands. <laughs> so. Oh lord. <laughs> but no, there's a lot of pock. It's funny that? because we. Um, and I may have told you my plan about what I would like to do for, you know, a podcast studio. Right. And I was talking to my brother-in-law about it. He didn't know what a podcast was. Yeah. And you know he's owns the tow truck company and everything. So to show him, I actually had, I knew it was a long shot. I figured, okay, I'm going to see if I can find some podcasts put on by towers, by tow truck companies. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was shocked at how many I had found. Well, the old car <laughs> talk. he listens to them. The old oh, yeah. show, Car Talk, yep. you know, that it was that was a classic show, and you can still get their podcasts. It's, yeah. In fact, I do. So it, it was, and, and I know nothing about cars, really. But those guys were oh, yeah, so good, them. classic, and so funny, and uh, you I know. Don't listen to podcasts. For many, for but many you're years. seeing them grow. More yes, no, they're yeah, everywhere. They're I don't more. even know where. But there, there are different go. niches, like uh, like Rich said. There's actually we're talking about Ride of the Valkyries. There are actually podcasts for just Richard Wagner, the the composer. Really? Oh yeah, and uh, and I started listening to some, and some of them are out there. You know, it's just but. There, there's some podcasts I really enjoy listening to, but none of them have to do with classical music, as a matter of fact. So. I actually got introduced to a podcast uh, last week. Um, we were talking before we started about White, White Tiger Distillery. Oh, yeah. And he sent me a link to a podcast he was on. Come to find out, it's done by a guy that went to school with me. He graduated after me, but because I saw the name, I was like, Michael Collison. I know that name. And he does a podcast called Taste of Maryland, okay. where he visits right. all these different breweries and distilleries, distilleries wineries, right, and sure. talks to them. Yeah. It's actually very good. Yeah, I bet it is. Yeah. Um, and people are interested. Yeah. yeah. There's another, um, It's there's not as many local podcasts in Harford County yet, but mm-hmm. you're starting to see more. But you'll see more. There's a, a band out there called Ballyhoo, and mm-hmm. the lead singer Howie does, uh, you, uh, you know Ballyhoo? Mm-hmm. Great band. But um, Howie does... His own podcast now too. Okay, um, they're, the they're, churches, of course, a lot. They're of the pretty do. right. They're pretty easy to listen to if you download them on your phone, and then you can listen to them while you're Anytime, driving. Yeah, yeah, while you're driving or whatever, you know. Yeah, rather than it's a lot easier than watching a video in your car while you're driving. That would not be suggested. No, no, no. But why do they put DVDs on the dashboard now? You I can't see them while you're driving. I, you can't? No. So, uh, <laughs> and that was... <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> when we first got my I first got my car, that was the thing. It's got the, the three screens in it. Right. So, and they play on all three screens. <coughs> so, it's like, oh, this is awesome. While we're driving, it'll it'll play on the on the screen. So, then the, your passenger can watch it, right? But it doesn't. It's a safety nah. thing. It don't, it's only when you're in park. So, oh, park, what bothers me, I want a heads-up display for mine. <laughs> Put it on the windshield. <laughs> I'll say, go ahead. <laughs> Great, right? Uh, uh, remind me, I'll, I'll, I'll drive. Yeah. Um, somebody showed me their car. Uh, they had a, a loaner car, and 
everything like the heater system and the radio was all touchscreen. Yeah. Why would you do that? Okay, I, so I, funny I that you like say that. that. I was test driving a, a couple of different trucks the other day, and they they are all touchscreen. So, and I and I test drove them and and kept the trucks for a couple of days, and I was like, I don't know where anything is. I can't do anything. It's not like I like you know if I'm driving in my car, I can just reach over and press that because I know where it is. The right? button's there, and it and it's they have all physical. of these apps on the screens, mm-hmm. and it's like you have to press this one, and then you go and it goes into the folder. Essentially, it's all in folders, and then you have to press that one for the air conditioning, or this one for the heat, or if you want your heated seat, and you want to. I'm like, I, it's all about the money. You're gonna kill people yeah. because it's you're there's, like there's I have no to. Doubt. I have to be able to run my vehicle without actually being able to look at what I'm yeah. doing in the inside because yeah. you know there's the whole looking outside thing that I'm trying to do. So I that's need to important. That looking outside a little bit, though. a little bit, yes. And so I'm I'm trying to. I need to be able to function and do whatever without right. actually looking at it. That it just it doesn't make sense. It well, does not make sense. Here's the thing, right? I don't, you know, because now you're starting to see the cars that drive themselves. You don't have to drive them. Yeah. So we've taken who, it past. Who would parking, get the though. ticket? Right. Who does? Right. Who does get the ticket? Who would get the ticket for that? <laughs> There's a whole bunch. Sorry, of stuff Mr. Officer. I am not actually operating this vehicle yeah. right now. But it, 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 he's, I'm intoxicated. My car drove me home. I don't know. I don't know. Here's the thing. It, it's right. Man, I said this years ago when they started with all the different electronic stuff. What's going to happen when it's out of warranty and it breaks down? You're not going to be able to fix it yourself. No. you got to take they, it in. They expect you to buy another one, too. In buy it, right. And the other thing is, too, and, and this is one of the things I told my sister. Look at your car and ask them, how many wiring harnesses are there? Because if everything's on one harness, if one thing goes up, you're, you ain't going anywhere. I don't know. So I I get a new Yukon every ten years. Well, my last Yukon had, was key, right? Mm-hmm. So now my Yukon now is keyless, and thank God for, I buy my vehicles from Boyle and they take care right. of them and everything. But um, I am constant, constantly calling and like, hey. So I have this going on. I'm afraid my car's not going to like. I am truly terrified that I'm going to be someplace and my car is just going to shut off. And there's absolutely nothing that I can do. Anytime the transmission slips, I freak out. Yeah. Like, it, because I, it's all, I just kind of feel like that key gave me, like, that, that sense Extra of, sense of security. I'm doing something, yeah. right? Mm. So if I, if I, I, but just pressing the button and it comes on like a microwave oven, like. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one You know, of it makes yet, me, it, yeah. it, it makes me nervous. I mean, knock on wood, it's been five years and no issues, but, I mean, really. So we were know, doing but, a wedding at the farm and my sister asked me to go move her Jeep. And I got in, and I, she, she tossed me the keys, and I'm like, okay, how the hell's this key open? Where's the key? Where's it open up? So I had, she's in the barn, and I call her, I say, how, where's the key? I can't get it open. It's push start. I'm like, what? Push start. Yeah, push I said, okay. Okay. She goes, look at the button there. I said, I said no. I, it started. Cool. All right. So I went and parked it. How the hell do you shut it off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure that out. I had to call her again. Push the button again. I'm like, man, I feel like a real idiot. But it only, <laughs> it only starts if you have your foot on the brake. Right? Yeah. So you can oh, press it, right? and then, yeah. like, it's like in that, was it a, what was that mode they used to call it? Like, your car, it's, like, off, and then something, and then on. Accelerate. Is that what it is? Yeah, ACC for accelerate. Yes. Yeah, for if you want to run the radio yes. or whatever. So if you just press the button without your foot being on the pedal, that's what it does. So the car really? comes on, but the engine doesn't come on. So you have to have your foot on the brake for it to actually start. And I've read that in this country, at least, they're pretty much doing away with a manual transmission. But if you want to run a car overseas... It's hard to get an automatic. That's the worst thing they could do is get rid of manual transmissions. You know, that is a big, that's a good anti-theft device right there. It is. It oh, is, you're yeah. right. Because a lot of people don't know how to drive them. Well, oh, we I'm had, off at it. I'm <laughs> terrible at it. Oh, I love it. The, it's, been a, it's been a minute, but my, my parents required us and their parents required them. We had to get our license with uh, a with manual with a yeah. manual vehicle, yeah. and Chris is, he claims that he is going to require the same of our kids, except... You know, we have all these trucks now. Well, we had to buy all automatics. We only have two left, I think, and only one of them runs. But two mm-hmm. left with uh, manual 
turns everything's automatic because our mm. the, you don't I can't hire people that know how to yeah. drive them anymore. Isn't it interesting though? But here they're doing away with it. But in Europe, I haven't seen. You know, it's almost everybody has. You know, stick. Well, it seems to me, at least yeah, because most of European models, I mean, yeah. built for speed, that's what they, you know, or for urban driving, yeah. So, um, you better control your vehicle, too. I, while I'm thinking about it, I'd like to give a shout out to Coffee Coffee oh. and yeah, Festival because uh, I don't know when this is going to air, but until through November, it'll be before your concert, put it that okay. way, okay, <laughs> but. Through November 10th, they'll still they still have um, the Susquehanna Symphony Latte, which they made specially for us. Oh, it'll be and, after uh, November 10th. So tell them they have to extend it. <laughs> so, so support Coffee Coffee and thank them after the fact for doing a Susquehanna Symphony Latte, which is outstanding and uh, getting a lot of nice uh, PR from that because they have the orchestra information right up front. Right, Betsy does a nice job. And uh, it's yummy with maple syrup and stuff. It's it's a really good one. So I love uh, that place. So I'm hoping that they do it, you know, again for us next year, which is, is great. Yeah, Coffee Coffee is a great uh, uh, local business. Every time we go to Bel Air, my you know, if I take my daughter with me, right? Because I got her finally turned got her turned off from that Bucks place, and uh, <laughs> I'm a gold I'm a gold card holder. Oh, I'm at sorry. Starbucks. And I told her, I said, look, you want coffee? we got to keep it local. I said, yeah. And I t- introduced her to coffee. Well, coffee. you got to take her to before November 10th to, for a Susquehanna Symphony latte. Because I should be headed that way. Yeah. For one of those. I, I, I'm going to be headed it's that way tomorrow. So I'll, little I'll, brown sugar, maple syrup. I'll yeah, give me the Sheldon coffee. Right. <laughs> well, they, there's a picture of, I'm sorry, but there's a picture of me right there on the counter with Danielle uh, Noe, who's our cellist, um, a cellist in the orchestra, and um, she is on the board, and she's the one that put this together for us, Cause, uh, because she, she lives close to Coffee Coffee, used to work there years ago when she was a student, so. How old uh, is Danielle? 30-something, I better be uh, careful. Okay, ain't the one I'm thinking of, then. <laughs> right. I didn't know, if it, uh, a friend of mine didn't know if it's his daughter or not, but it's not. No, uh, okay. but yeah, but we really appreciate, you know. Uh, they consider it a partnership, and Coffee Coffee will be at our December eighth concert, serving coffee. Really? Oh yes. Hmm. Uh huh. They're they're a great place. That's what they I are. Spent a lot of time yeah. networking. And when they since they expanded, it's like yes. Yeah, I I went in there so many mornings where I knew half the half the clientele was in there having meetings, and I just walked in and I was like. Good morning, everybody. I know. <laughs> here's a here's coffee. Here, I don't know if I we, there and there's not a lot of coffee shops, local ones. No, not ones like that's that. You got more in Havity Grace than you do in Bel Air. Havity Grace has got some nice coffee oh, shops going God, on. Concord Point Coffee. Yeah, Concord's oh. Concord's good. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's yeah. on our Facebook page. We encourage people not only to go to our website www.ssorchestra.org but maybe it's easier to like us on Facebook Susquehanna Symphony I'm going to feel weird going into Coffee Coffee now to get my coffee because every time I go in there Sholas or whoever's working say what do you want I said surprise me I can't Uh, do it this time I gotta ask for the Susquehanna Symphony or it's called Handel's Harvest after George Frederick Handel who's on our concert I'll just ask for the Sheldon special. Uh, then they'll look at me like they may or heads. may not know who like, that what? is. <laughs> but you can you can point to the picture and say I know that guy, and uh, so <laughs> whether I, that's good or not. <laughs> I want my own drink. Get out someplace. Huh? Yeah, I want my own drink at some place. Yeah. Stacy Anden had a, had a, her own mm-hmm. salad at uh, Fox and Fern before she they did? closed. Before down. they closed, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a good, that was a good company too. Good place. I want my own That's what coffee I'm or something now too. I want my own beer. There you so go. I want. I'm get you a could probably do the, that. There's probably some company somewhere that will make them kind of like making your own perfume. But actually, I can make beer. it at home too. I guess make my own beer. My dad's only allowed to make beer when no one's home. We've been talking about doing that with the Lions Club, giant. Because you're seeing breweries pop up everywhere. It, and if we a, could find amazing. something, somehow you know, find a place that. We carry our beer, of course. Yeah. Not finding out all the legalities and all that first. Yeah, I'm so. sure there's a lot. So, but oh well. You guys got anything to add? 
No. Come out to the concert uh, December 8th. Bellar High School, 730. Any construction, call Sarah. For construction, call Sarah. Yes. And if you need any landscaping, call Sarah. Right. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. She's <laughs> but if you need snow there. removal... You can still call Sarah. Call it, it'll all go through. It'll all go through, Chris. Man. Not, I'm just the face of everything. Man. I am. I'm just the face of everything. Well, you're the one that's here. Well, that, that's because if, if oh, no, Chris was here, we'd, we'd be here till 6 o'clock. He would be here till 6 o'clock, yeah. but he's actually currently at home watching the um, Pittsburgh uh, Ritchie Brothers auction. How come he's not working? Auction trucks. No, that is work. Oh, he's that is work, yeah. Trucks. Oh, okay. Because there was we, no, no luck at the uh, one here a couple of weeks ago. Hmm. So. Does he ever go up to Mannheim? All right, Ugh. stop doing it because that's contagious. Jeez, once you, I want to thank in too much air. Uh, I want to thank you both for coming on, Sarah. It yeah. was good seeing you again. It's been about you a too. year. It has. It has been a while. Yeah. Life, life got a little out of control. Mm -hmm. She just doesn't like coming on anymore. <laughs> uh -huh. I do. Yeah. You know. You know. I live for this stuff. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Sheldon, I'll see you probably again next month. <laughs> that, that would be that would be fine. For, for our next concert is March, so. Uh, not until March 9th. Well, that's a, we'll, we'll try to get Gary on here. Get That'd be good. on here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we yeah. yell at him again. Yeah, I'd um, encourage folks to listen to my show on WHFC, <laughs> Just the Bare Necessities in Classical Music. Great show. Wednesday morning, 9 to noon. I talk a little bit, play a lot of music. Sometimes I have guests on. So yeah. He's never had me. Well, Sometimes I have guests that understand <laughs> classical music a little bit. Oh, he's afraid to have me on there because he knows I'll just be talking Zappa or something like that. Uh, we could play some Frank Zappa. There's uh, no doubt about that. If anybody would like to be on the Harford County Living Podcast, just contact us. Uh, email podcast at harfordcountyliving.com or call 443-982-0250. Uh, once again, it is free to come on um, and just talk about your business your organization or whatever um we're recording every week now so uh tuesdays tuesday mornings at 10 o'clock try to make it easy so thanks again guys thank you rich thank you sarah thank you the joppa town lions club will be holding their annual breakfast with santa and holiday bazaar sunday december 9th from 9 to 1 at joppa town high school Joppatown High School is located at 555 Joppa Farm Road, and tickets are only $10 a person, and that's for all you can eat, and children five and under are free. You can get your tickets online at Joppatown, that's J-O-P-P-A-T-O-W-N-E, lionsclub.org. Again, that's Joppatown, lionsclub.org. Get your tickets online. Vendors will be on hand, such as Log Cabin Chocolates, Miss Trisha's Homemade Natural Soaps, uh, which I use for uh, my beer, and I understand Santa Claus does as well. Uh, and, of course, Perfectly Potch and some other vendors. So make sure you make it down there. I also understand that Santa is going to be sitting down with the kids, something different this year. Uh, Santa will be sitting down with the kids and eating breakfast with them at times too. Uh, so make sure you get your kids there at 9 o'clock, 10. Every hour he's going to be sitting down for about 10 or 15 minutes. You know, he's got to fatten up for Christmas after all. So, uh, again, that's the Joppa Town Lions Club Annual Breakfast with Santa and Holiday Bazaar, Sunday, December 9th from 9 to 1 at the Joppa Town High School. Again, tickets can be purchased online at joppatownlionsclub.org.